welcome to another amazing episode from yes. the Making Sense Podcast. Hello. It's myself, Kalisha. Sam here. And we have a special guest. My name's Lorraine. Yes, and it's a special episode because it is episode 50. Yes, we've reached 50 episodes. Can you believe it? Um, that it's gone so quick and it's been about a year now hasn't it mm. since we started doing this so yeah for our 50th episode we've got a special episode if you um tuned in last week you would have heard that we spoke to lorraine quite in depth about her businesses and her career path do you want to just remind us about what you've been doing before that i i, I had a joke but then it, the, the time went oh, like, no. you're, you're, you're 50 it'll be like 50 cents Sorry. Making sense, making 50 cents. Yeah. Sorry. No, that was actually, that was good. <laughs> time just went. No, no, no. It's, it it's wasn't time. It's still, it's still banged. It's still banged. Okay. It's still. Um, yeah, so I'm Lorraine. Um, and thanks for having me. Um, so I, my day job is I work as a director for an investment bank. Um, and outside yes, you're of, saying it with your chest this yeah, time. Yes. <laughs> just warmed up. <laughs> and out, outside of that, I run a... Um, national competition called university gospel choir of the year uh which is kind of like an x-factor mix gospel choirs um, from campuses and if anyone remembers sister act it's exactly that where universities come from across the country uh, we work with over 60 different universities in the uk and they come and compete on a national scale um and then i also run a talent agency called uv talent we supply back and vocalist choirs to tv shows musicians we've backed people like mariah carey we've done oh, wow. so many different things um and we um yeah i don't know what to say about it yeah we supply tv shows like x factor your big business talent, basically yes. <laughs> yes. um and no we're still a small startup though we we consider ourselves a small startup but um and then my other startup is a company called voxter uh, which is kind of like an online version of the X Factor where people can record themselves singing, um, share it with their social media and they advance through a competition, but online. Okay. Uh, so that's a tech startup that I run. Wicked. Wicked. So last week we spoke quite a lot about um, entrepreneurship and we ended speaking about the sacrifices that we have to make. So this time we're just going to be speaking about women and money yeah in general we're just gonna be having a conversation so where do we start where do we start <laughs> okay so you spoke quite a lot of us with us about your position in the financial and corporate world and how you've worked your way up and not having as many struggles because your company is really good um let's talk about women at work so the perception of women at work women's confidence attitude relationship status all of that so i've heard that there's people that go to work without their rings on or go to interviews without engagement or wedding rings or, on because yeah. if you're viewed as a family woman you're not hireable because they know that okay you're going to be rushing or, home to your partner yeah, or, or kids or if you have a child yep and they see you as you're going to take more time off just because you have a child mm. um i think yeah. we spoke about that when um we had our other guest didn't we yeah. and she spoke about just not going through a career not mentioning that you have kids just because it's oh, wow. it's been you'll be seen as okay you're going to be a, a mummy first yeah rather than a career woman first yeah well, I, it's a challenging one and i mean in i've been again i've been very lucky that the company i work for is exceptional when it comes to these things mm. um so they're very good with flexible working so a lot of our, um, I mean, they do things, for example, where you can do a job share. So you can work two days a week, yeah. um, you know, and share that with someone else. That is fantastic. Maternity leave is great, etc. So I think I've, I've been fortunate enough to work in an environment that, that, that supports that. 
Um, but I appreciate that there's not many people, not many places like that. Yeah. So I do hear the stories where people do not wear their wedding rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they rush. I mean, they are literally rushing home to to. I mean, yesterday, funny enough, I was watching that movie. Do you remember Bad Moms? Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it yet. I was watching but I it yesterday watch it. on Netflix. And you have this lady, she's 32 years old, she has two children, yeah. and you literally see her, you know, wake up in the morning, feed the kids, rush off to work, um, you know, or drop the kids off at work, at school, go off to work. And I feel like that is many women's life. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, it's many women's life, but she's also in a high power job. Yeah. So can we, can women have it all is an interesting. I think, so. I think so, because like you said, your company was great. And I think a lot of people, not settle. Because I think maybe they don't know that there are other companies out there that are accommodating and maybe just settle for companies that aren't. And don't know how to approach their managers on, okay, what other alternatives are there for me? Yeah, what else yeah. can I do flexible working? Can I work two to three days? Can I mm. job share? Yeah. Mm. So I think it might help to see a lady in power because if you're working for a woman, you automatically feel like she understands mm-hmm. the way it takes to be a woman. She understands that eventually you want to have a family, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's important. In yeah. the last episode, you said that you work part-time now, four days a week. How easy was it for you to switch from five days to four days? Um, so, I, you know the point you just made about when people go to their boss and say, what else can I do? I think it's important for people to suggest solutions rather than ask questions. Yeah. So I think it's important that um, if you're going to go to someone say, yeah, I mean, I've got a child now. Is it possible I can do a job shit? So, you know, I've potentially found someone else I can do the job share with or something. But in terms of your question, my reasons was very different. I had spent um, the last two years studying and working pretty much full time. Mm, And I was just exhausted. And I had other things that I do at my church. For example, I do a lot for my church. And I, you know, I I use that as one of the reasons to say, I would like to, you know, drop down now um, to four days a week. Could you facilitate that? Mm. So getting it approved, Again, I'm very fortunate. Yeah. My boss is 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 amazing. Um, I haven't even seen my boss for the last two months because UBS is very flexible. So you either are working from home, exactly, yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but we know we're working. So dropping down in terms of the request was great. Was okay. I've been doing mm-hmm. that since January this year. Um, but doing it practically is difficult because there'll be this morning I checked my emails, you know, yeah, Monday yeah. mornings I might check my emails. Sometimes you get the feeling like if I want to go into central London, I feel like, oh, someone going to see me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have those, yeah. those feelings yeah. like, yeah. does someone going to feel like I'm skiving off work? Yeah. You know, so it's impractical. It sounds great, but practically you, it, it's, and then also it gets a bit weird because although you now I, I don't work on Mondays, yeah. you've got a three-day weekend, but it still goes very fast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You never feel like it's enough. And then you start longing for the four-day weekend and then the five-day weekend. Which is where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to I drop down to three days. And financially, it wasn't so easy as well. I mean, I weighed up the pros and cons before I took that decision. Um, women in the workplace being confident. <laughs> Kalisha's rolling her eyes Go on I think it's kind of difficult for women I don't know As a black woman To come across confident in the workplace And be outspoken And be outspoken Because you get called Just yesterday My friend messaged me She was like um, I suggested a new solution Of how to do a process And I got called aggressive She was like I was mm. so upset She was like Kalisha I feel like crying I, I don't know what to do And I was like Take them to a side And have a conversation with yeah. them And she was like I was like Why didn't they see it As her being passionate Why yeah. does she 
straight has to be aggressive. So it's it's difficult or intimidating. That's or, another yeah, thing. That's another if you're, word. and I think may. Do you feel like maybe we overdo, not overdo it, but do you think we come across as we're overdoing it or do we feel like we're doing, we have to do, yeah, for the fact that we're maybe seen as the lowest in the pecking order. So when you're bringing that idea, you've psyched yourself up so much, you've spoken about your partner, to your partner about it, you've come in that day and you think all guns blazing, go for it. Yeah. Is it, is it maybe the way we're coming across? And I don't think that's what your friend's done at all, but I'm just wondering, or is it just an easy thing to say about a black woman? You're intimidating, you're being aggressive. When more than two of you roll together against <laughs> a gang, do you know what I mean? I don't know. Have you had any experiences or or been overly confident or? My my problem is sometimes I'm not as confident as I as I should be. So I've been I've been picked up for, um, in my performance reviews. I mean, it's not always fine and dandy, but sometimes being picked up for not making decisions. Mm. Or doing being confident in decisions that I make. Yeah. So sometimes for me, rather than op- overcompensating, sometimes I retreat a little bit, and because maybe I might not feel like I'm the right person to make that decision. I don't know. It's been a, a bit of a reverse thing for me. Yeah. Okay. I've been told in my early days that I'm a bit quiet, and my, I've had a manager say, "Okay, with this role, I want to see." You'd be more outspoken. Mm. I want, and when I was actually leaving my company, he actually said, like in the beginning, I, I had to tell you to speak, and, and now, now he and now, like, now he gets it. And I think when I went for my latest promotion, I was very firm, and it was actually after the oh, episode good. we did about we'd done an um, episode yeah. about knowing your worth and what to ask for with and promotions. Because nice. in the early in my career, I have gone through the promotion in terms of responsibility and yeah. I just took it oh at least they recognize no money yeah. and I learned from that so I was very very firm and I remember I was sitting with my MD and he mm. she was like oh when I said the money thing and he was like oh um well it wasn't uh, and he, so he hadn't prepared for that question because he didn't think it was coming yeah but it's like no no we and he was like okay we can discuss it I was like okay that's fine I'll give you time and I'll come back I love that and then he realized I love that. that okay she's actually not she's serious joking. she's not so playing yeah. I think women sometimes we shy away from asking certain things black women because we don't want to come across as aggressive or um intimidating but know your worth and ask for it and i think when i think we spoke about this when we done that episode talking about knowing what you to ask for in salaries one of the things we read is that sometimes women don't get paid what they should simply because they don't ask for it mm-hmm. whereas men go in That's 100%. and ask the ask for it ask for what yeah. they think they're worth so yeah. so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could go on talking about women at work. But um, one thing I wanted to touch on was hiring for diversity. So we know there's a lot of companies now that want a black woman in. They want women in and then they definitely want black people in. So Mm. as being a black woman, you fall into that. Um, That's a great thing. But do you ever feel like you might have only... Do you feel like you've ever only got on a roll because they need a black face in the office? I think it's such an interesting question. For me, again, through the company I've worked for, I've been quite fortunate. But I have also been looking... Or have been approached by other companies. Yeah. And two companies in particular, one of them, an investment bank, another one, a, a consultancy company. Both of them had, um, actually, they were both investment banks. Both of them had schemes that they were running mm. um, called uh, bl- black, black, black something. or so, Yeah, it could be something around, something the, around the, the BAME, BAME side, but there were programs that they're actually running. Mm. They all came to meet with me at my workplace. We did interviews. They offered me the job, you know, yeah. and we went through several interviews. And they told me they have, they have a quota and a, and, a, and a target they've got to hit, yeah. you know, and they are actively hiring for people, women, black women yeah. in leadership positions. 
So they are doing almost positive discrimination, you know. I don't know. It makes you wonder, is it me? Is it how I came across in the interview? Is it because of my skill set? Is it because of my experience? Is it because of how I look? Yeah. Or is it literally you need, to, you need to fill a gap and I fit it? When you're taking the company photos, you need me. <laughs> yeah, and you, know? you have to be careful if you're taking those roles and but how much are they actually going to pay you? Are they going to pay you your worth? Or how much are they going to invest in you as mm. an employee of that company? Do you guys watch Insecure? Of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, um, recently when they were at the, the job fair uh, yeah. and they were, they were looking for, and Issa was saying, we definitely need more black people in the company. Yeah. And I forgot her colleague's name, but she was like, you know, it's illegal to hire for that reason. It's like, yeah, we know it's illegal, but we, we need you to need do it. it. So it's... The negatives and positives. The positives are, yes, they're recognising that they need black people within the companies. But then it's the negative of being on the other end of that and wondering why am I actually here? It's, it's true, but then maybe I'm a bit outspoken with this, but I feel like then we need to just use that to our advantage. advantage. Of course. You know, course. And I think um, if, if um, JP Morgan is going to offer you a role because... You're black. Or because you're a woman. I don't, want, I don't want to say it that way, but, you know, I went through the interview process. I went through, you know, I did everything right, you know, and if there was a job on the table, take, take it. it. And Go use that it. time wisely. Make yes. sure you shine and, and change their perception of you, yeah. of what they thought you was going to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, so. So I think when opportunities come our way, we need to grab it with both hands yep. and yep. not sit around arguing, why me? Let's just take it. That's yeah. how I see it. No, I agree completely. Financial independence as women. Yes. So should women always strive for financial independence? Lorraine's making the face. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, think... Oh. Yeah, go on. No, you go, you go. <laughs> I was going to say, so for years, that's not... That's, we've been told that's not our focus. Our focus is look after home, have kids, look after your partner. And I feel like that just comes from the time when that was our role. And I think things are changing, but do you th how, how important do you think it is? Do you think that that's the main message that's being given out to women now, 2018? I am a big believer in equality. However, I do respect and believe in the figurehead of a male at home. Mm. Um, and I believe it's important that a man still maintains, that's me personally, yeah. maintains yeah. that role. However... Do you guys watch Greenleaf? I, I did. I, I stopped watching I, after I, like two I've, seconds. I've been told I need to watch okay. it. Okay. I don't want to. Okay. I no, need to give you a prime yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lady May, you know, the first lady of yeah. the lady married to the bishop. Yeah. Um, the bishop filed for a divorce Yikes. for like against Lady May recently. And I, I hope I'm not spoiling this because oh, this well. episode just came out like literally yesterday well. or the other day. <laughs> Sorry, people. And <laughs> she started um, drowning her sorrows and questioning her life. And one of the things that she mentioned, if we we're going to dissect this, yeah. was that she had given 40 years of her life to the bishop. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, you know, ultimately, fine, there will, you know, there'll be a divorce settlement and she'll get money or whatever. Mm. But she doesn't have anything else other than that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so at the end of the day, I, I don't wish divorce upon anyone. But I feel like we need to get our ish together as well, Absolutely. just in case you never know what will happen. Absolutely. Um, and I'm just using that as, a, as an example. After 40 years, in 40 years, you can think you're secure. Yeah, yeah. But what happens that moment that the guy decides you're not the right one yeah, for him, goes for yeah. a younger... We're talking about a guy potentially dated someone older than him, but what if he switches one day and want to date someone younger? Yeah. yeah. You know? So um, it, it's, I, I feel like not in a way to... Um, to to um what's the word i'm looking for to 
undermine the male's position yeah. because I do, as I mentioned, I do believe in the figurehead of a man. Yeah. Of a man, um, it's more so to ensure that a you're secure. Yeah. Um, and B, you're also teaching your children the meaning of also financial yeah. freedom and financial independence. Yeah. I think that's key. Um, yeah, that's my... I feel like Jerome always makes comments about how big I am on this. Like I made a comment in the pod once, just for a joke. I said something about born, born alone, die alone, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, every now and then he says, what, born alone, die alone, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I feel like it's just so important, no matter who you're paired with, you need to have, take away from financial um, independence. Imagine your, like you said, the 40 years of you just giving and just being, just filling a position, but not yeah. having your own thing. And then separating. What do you do with yourself? Mm-hmm. What interests you? What are your hobbies? You don't even know yourself. Exactly. That's the thing. And it's so important. And I just think no matter how much somebody earns, no matter how much they can look after you, you need to have your own thing because you just never know what can happen. And I just think even if nothing happens, it's just nice to know that you Got both come own. together yeah. and make something rather than rely. Do you know what I mean? True. I totally agree. Also saying that, so... This week, I don't know. Do you not watch Real Housewives of Atlanta? I don't. I don't. No. Okay. You know who Candy is, though, from Escape? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. So Candy's married to Todd. Candy's been a millionaire from... She's a multi-millionaire. Todd is... I don't know if he's a millionaire. Maybe now, but just like a couple of millions. So she's got a 16-year-old daughter that she had before she was married to Todd. For the 16th birthday, she bought her daughter a £100,000 car. So supposedly, she didn't consult Todd. Mm. When she bought this okay. car for her daughter yeah. And so there was a debate Do you think it's right for her to spend £100,000 Of her own money for her daughter? Of her money? Do you think she should have consulted Todd In that financial decision? Or do you think it was okay for her to just go and spend that money? You see, I feel like this question's got so many layers I feel like <laughs> people are automatically going to say Yes, if it was their money I think now people are seeing it differently Because it's her money I think she didn't need to ask permission But I definitely think they could have had a conversation That's your husband Yeah, Yeah. You can definitely have a conversation and say This is what I'm thinking, what do you think? It's not always about money, it's about perception How does he see it? Does he think it's a good idea? Can he do better? Can he he get a better deal elsewhere? Does he think it's too much for a a car? I just think there could have been a conversation Yeah, and I mean The amount is let's put aside the amount even if it was oh i'm gonna get her i I don't know because that amount to them is nothing is nothing but if we pull it into maybe our context Mm -hmm. and you were in a relationship with someone else or the guy and you said i want to spend you know a thousand pounds on this that's a big deal of money to to spend on you know so i feel like a consultation in a marriage is 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 definitely so What do you, how do you feel about women being a higher earner in a relationship? Because that is their situation. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I've... And have you, is that something you have dealt with as well? I've had to deal with it all the time. Deal with it all the time. I don't think I've ever been, it's ever been the other way around. So do you take men on dates? So if you... <laughs> <laughs> no, because, actually, because I think these days there's a big conversation oh about... Oh my God. No, because there's a big conversation about who should pay on dates, dates and... Yeah. Where but this conversation's been running for years. I don't understand why it's back. Yeah, no, it's, it's back. It's very much still on Twitter. And people are saying, 
women, okay, so women say men should pay for the dates. And that came from a time when women didn't earn money. Now women are earning money. Women should pay. So I think it should be split. That's how I see it. Are you happy to go Dutch from day one? <laughs> like, a girl, you're on your own with this song. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like, no, but, one. you know, a lot of, again, remember, I, okay, maybe let me re- backtrack a bit. I, I don't think the man should have to pay. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel I like, agree. I feel like a lot of men want to pay. Yeah. And if you undermine them, they will not be happy. Yes. So I feel like where I just said, do you take men on dates? I can imagine if someone that you've been on a date with would literally like, what? She didn't, she didn't take me on a date. It's like, okay, so if you feel like that, yeah. then, pay, then yeah. pay for the date. Yeah. yeah. But so, there's so many people that if you, if you put, if they were going to put the card down and you said, oh no, let me pay. They'll be, feel disrespected yeah. that you're doing that. So yeah. I have to judge the situation and understand. And again, I believe in the figurehead and the man and the man. Yeah wants to do that stuff yeah some some men so how have you dealt with it like how does the conversation come up about how uh, how much you earn do how you do they take it do you think you the earn? relationship deteriorates once you say how much you earn <laughs> <laughs> well i'm here single aren't i <laughs> do you think that has that has had something to do with it no i just haven't had found the right person oh, okay so, okay yeah. but do you feel like men are put off by I always have this debate around men being intimidated versus not. And I just don't believe it. Mm. I don't know. It's just me personally. I don't feel like men should be or can be. I don't know. Do you think they have been though? I I haven't seen it. Mm. I don't know. Do you feel like um, you should disclose how much you earn to your partner? No. At the early stages. At the early stages, no, absolutely not. But Mm. long-term relationship? I think when you get into long-term relationship slash marriage you're 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 two have become one yeah mm. yeah i agree but i've heard people say that they don't feel like you need to disclose how much you earn to your wife well if you're gonna go and buy a house together the mortgage <laughs> broker is gonna ask you for your salary yeah. you're gonna know and you're gonna, gonna want to wait till that mortgage broker gets your salary before you tell them yeah, yeah. you know yeah. if you're gonna want to are you going to open up joint accounts? What are you going to do? I don't know. And that's another question that people have been asking recently about joint accounts. What kind of joint account should you have? have should yeah. it be joint account where all the money goes in and you just spend? Or should there be account for the for bills? For just bills only. Account for the savings? I like, the, I like that, the separate one. Yeah. But I'm not in that position, so I haven't even thought about it. I feel like joint for bills, joint for saving, and then um, disposable income separate. Yeah. And then you you manage your finances that that way. That's what I I personally think that that works best. Do you do it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I haven't even come close to that. Yeah, Yeah, I could have. I live a fire. Yeah, that's that's how we do it. Nice. And and it works perfectly. Um, I think... Sorry, go on. on. I was going to say, I think the um, dispute people have with that is if one earns way more than the other, then if... So, for example, say I earn less than my partner then what I'm able to buy myself is less than what he's able to buy himself. Mm-hmm. So he, we should join it so that we can both buy ourselves the same thing. But then mm-hmm. that comes down to, well, if he's earning more because he strived harder in his career and he's doing better than you, <laughs> why should you have to spend mm-hmm. and have as much treats yeah. as he does? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What's I going to say to you? Do you actively look for... I'm not saying when you look for men, like you go out to look for men, but... Oh, I do. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm, I'm only joking. Honestly, I'm joking. Please. When you do, joke. do you take into like the status, what they do, what they earn, what they earn before you even start talking to them? Because yeah. obviously you will be counted as the higher earner. So yeah. you don't want, and you said you see the man as a figurehead. So mm-hmm. do you expect them to be earning more than you do? 
Um, no. Um, people that I've been with in the past, I've I've um, actively or intentionally, but I've helped them to develop themselves to the point where they've actually managed to get to the point where they can actually start earning more. That is fantastic. Mm. Um, See, guys, it's out there. Okay. Literally, I mean, I've helped them start up events and, yeah. and do things like that, you know. Um, not, again, my point isn't necessarily intentionally, yeah. you know, sitting in there and thinking, oh, how am I going to get him to make more money? Yeah, no, it's not just like naturally, that at just with the person that you're with, that's yeah, what you do. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and to your question about um, proactively looking, no, it it doesn't concern me in that, in that perspective. The only way it's been highlighted is previously when, for example, I might have wanted to go away on holiday. Yeah. And the other person maybe might not have the disposable income available to do that. Mm. Um, or I might wanted to to go out somewhere. And again, the person might not have had disposable income. So that's when it becomes a practical um, restriction. Um, however, I don't I don't stand and say, oh, because that person's an ex, I'm not going to be with them. No way, because situations can change. You yeah. could be the person that's broke tomorrow yeah yeah if you're not smart enough so i feel how have you overcome those situations where you want to go on holiday they might not be able to have you offered to pay i have does how does that go down um you know men want to be men so they yeah we we just probably end up don't going or we end up finding practical steps to saving money and doing it yeah you know in a practical way and I'm also a hustler, so if we can find a way to buy and sell something so we can make yeah, some money, yeah. then, yeah, so. One thing I hear a lot is if your woman earns more than you, then she's going to throw it in your face. Or guys say they don't mind a woman that earns more, but as long as she's not quiet about it, but she they just don't want to hear yeah. about it. So do you guys watch Be Mary Jane? Or yeah. did you used to watch yes. it? Yeah. I feel like a woman, like, you know, the constant reminder of I'm doing good, I'm yeah. doing great, I don't need you. Um, she was actually like that in real life. Was she? Yeah. Before, she, oh, I guess, well, I guess Dwayne earns yeah, before, more than her. Yeah, before Dwayne, she was kind of similar to her character. Oh, wow. Okay. If anyone watched her interview with Jada Pinkett, because her and Jada Pinkett didn't get along. Okay. So they had like a good round table discussion about how she used to be and how she had to humble herself to be the person that she is now. Wow. Okay. So that's a good little thing to watch. Sorry, Sam. But no, I was going to say, the perception of a powerful woman. Do you, Would you call yourself a powerful woman? No. <laughs> <laughs> But financially, with the businesses and how well you've done, you could definitely mm. fall under that category. Yeah, but, but being powerful, again, is subjective. Yeah. And um, I don't even, as I say, I'm, I'm not anywhere close to where I want to be. Mm. So, and I perceive a powerful woman as someone who's unbreakable. Yeah. You know, and there are times when I can go home and I am broken. Yeah. You know, and... Um, people have an exterior shell and an interior hard shell that's how i perceive a powerful woman but mm. i'm a woman that you know um i'll go I'll, I'll quiver when i've got a speaking engagement i will go home when i've when i'm you know worried about or apprehensive about you know how i'm gonna get this next venture off the ground or whatever you know it's mm. just so i don't see myself as that yet yeah yet being the operative <laughs> word 
But it's something that I would love to strive to get to. Yeah. For those women that the men are talking about, do you think there's anything that they can do to just change the perception? Because I feel like because there are some women that will constantly throw it in your face or talk about it or use it to put themselves above their partner mm-hmm. men are now not men but some men are now scared of meeting a woman that's doing so well because they just don't ever want to be put in that situation do you believe all that um to be honest i just feel like when it comes to real partnership and some that you actually really feel for i feel like you don't even look at those things, things. That's the thing. yeah like you, as long that's as the, the money's there to <clears throat> as long as the money's there to look after home and like you said do these ventures and mm. take things to the next level. I don't think anyone sits at home yeah. and actually discusses these things. And the key to that is finding the right partner for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But I definitely think there's this perception. I've had people say, yeah, if a girl earns more than you, know, she's going she's gonna to talk about it all day. I think like, that's social media mm. and Twitter. And then I yeah. think people actually start to believe it and start to take it on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So um, if you I think you woman, touched on a bit <laughs> just a little bit earlier, just a minute ago. So they say health is wealth. How do you mentally look after yourself? That's a good question. Wow. Um, 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 mentally. Um, I... <laughs> Can you start? Um, okay, but yours is super important because of all that you're doing. <laughs> but um, I think I've spoken about this a little bit in the podcast before, but um, I feel I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm realizing that peace of mind is the most important thing. I think it's more important than money. I think it's more important than how you look. Although when you have peace of mind, you you take on board who you are much better than you would have. But I just think um, surrounding yourself with the right people, um, spending your time wisely. So I spoke about Carnival Weekend. Yeah, (laughs) I had so much fun. I think I went out the most I've gone out in a long time, but I'm thankful that it's once a year. <laughs> I couldn't do that regularly because I would just be mashed up. The week yeah. after, I was not productive. I didn't get a lot done. I Well, that's the same as not being productive. Um, I was just waste for a week. So I think spending your time wisely, knowing your limits, just just making sure you're always looking after number one, whichever yeah. it takes. Trust yeah. me, I am... Um... I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I suffer from anxiety mm. and I have for years. So, but it doesn't mean that like every day I'm, I'm actually yeah. there'll be like ups and downs where like every day I feel like, oh my gosh, mm. not that something's going to happen, but you lot might think of like 10 things in scenarios in your head. I feel about 50 yeah. and 700 outcomes out of that one yeah, scenario, yeah. which makes me anxious. So um, to overcome that or to help me with that is talking to my friends, because sometimes I like I used to like shut myself off and like mm. just turn off my phone and I just don't want to speak to someone but that doesn't actually really help yeah. it's only for short term so talking um whatever addressing the situation as well because sometimes you really know what's actually bothering you yeah so if you can fix it fix it um surrounding yourself with good people as Sam said and I don't know. I don't know what exercise. else. I, I don't. I don't exercise. I'm not even gonna lie. Or music I for look me. Look at her. She don't exercise. <laughs> I don't exercise <laughs> at all. Yesterday I said I need to be. A, I need to be buff, and I need to go to gym. But food is life, so I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, exercise. I feel like when I, when I do it, I feel so good. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love music. So music good. is like my my love. Yeah. yeah, so music just makes me happy no matter what it is. You know, I don't understand when people used to be depressed. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to sit there and listen to slow jams. And uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let me put on some hardcore rap. Yeah. <laughs> and that that gets me, that makes me happy. And I'm like, oh yeah, I get into like a good mood. Yeah. So. Oh, and gospel. So I'm getting more into gospel now. Mm. So, yeah. You've reminded me of quite a lot of things, actually, with yeah. both of you. Um, so, exercise. So, I swim every Thursday. Oh, wow. Um, and I started diving as well. 
Um, and I, as I mentioned, I do boot camp on Saturday morning. So um, I had to sacrifice that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you. As I, well, I work out three times a week. I've started the keto diet. I'm, yeah, I'm struggling with that, but I'm trying to do the same. Yeah. You lot can go into detail about that once you finish your. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but last year it wasn't all fine and dandy. I did actually end up going to see a psychologist. Mm, um, I see one. And I don't know. The, the, I can't remember. You know, you have that set. I don't even think I was ever going to be in such a situation. But I went and I sat down. And you know, you've got a room. You've got a box of tissues next to you. Yeah. And like that whole set. There's a flower pot there. <laughs> and like the white chair. And he's sitting opposite you. It was like kind of scene. Um, and we had a conversation. And then I was talking. And he, he was like, you know, what's going on? I was like, I just don't feel like I'm good enough or something like that. And he asked me the question, what is good enough? Like, yeah. who determines who good enough is? It's subjective, you know, it's so subjective. And um, so keeping mentally um, sane is, I watch a lot of trash TV. So yeah. I watch Mock the Week. I watch EastEnders. I watch Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> you know, I watch a lot of things that don't necessarily require me to be intellectually stimulated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the, on the flip side, sometimes I do um, watch bit more I, I like watching documentaries and things like that but the, the point you mentioned when I ex if I'm in at work luckily again we have a gym at work so at lunch times I make an effort to go to gym that oh, splits up my day yeah. and means I can you know replenish and um, it actually gives you more energy after the yeah. gym for some yeah. reason well, I'm Which saying yeah, but I've never. Really I'm like yeah. You could be yawning like nine to twelve, and then twelve o'clock onwards, you're on fire. Yeah. You know, you're, you're making it happen. Um, so men, just just one important thing, I just don't do. I'm not the biggest social media person. Mm. So um, I think that's key for these days. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. And if I was, I think it would be worse. Yeah. And I think we'll talk about some of that stuff later on, but. Um, I'm not the biggest person that's every day updating status and I didn't can talk post about that now. That. Why? Why is that a choice? Maybe because I'm slightly older. I I don't know. Um I don't know. I just feel like I probably A, I can't keep up. I mm. can't keep up. I don't have time to keep up. Yeah. Um and I've also seen people behind social media and seen what they show on social media versus what they actually have. Mm. Yes. And these people, they can fool you, you know, they can actually fool you. You could be, yeah, I'm not even going to go into it, but (laughs) yeah, because there's certain, no, no, no. You can go into it, but just don't mention names. It's, it's like small, small things. Like you will be doing everything, but you don't even have an asset, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying having an asset is the be all and end all, but it's like, you can be doing everything, but there's nothing there's nothing of value there. Um, and my, my question and concern is how sustainable is that lifestyle? Um, yeah, but I think that the, the, the challenge that's going to happen is for the younger generation um, because social media, unfortunately, is what they're going to be using to compare themselves against other people. Um, speaking about finances, how have you seen many people put themselves in silly situations just to appear a certain way on social media? I haven't personally, but I know it exists. Yeah. Okay, so speaking about social media and how people spend their money, do you guys think there's a perception of women and how they spend their money? So, for example, bags and shoes, according to what's out there, that's all that we like, that's all that we spend our money on, or makeup. Yeah. And 
and vacations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nowadays. And making ourselves broke to do so. Yeah, and cars, and they feel that. I think men have a perception that we don't save. Yes, or we I, don't have enough money to actually afford these things. When mm, we do, we I work just like, as hard as you do. I feel like there's a perception that men invest more than women do, or men save for a rainy day a lot more than women do. That's what I think is out there. I think that perception is there, but social media um, opens the door to a lot of people that are also silly spenders. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how on... Uh, like, I've been working the same time as you, and I know for a fact we're probably either on par or one of us or whatever, but how is it that you get to get all of that stuff and yeah, I don't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I know it sounds silly, but yeah. like, how? I did the same. No, yeah, I do. Um, like, how how is it that, that every life? post you've got a different designer bag? Mm-hmm. You know, and I only have two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um... So I don't know. I, I question some of those things sometimes. and um, But then I, I, I go back to my youth, my young days. When I was 17, 18 at college, how is it that I was buying a pair of Prada shoes mm. for me and my friend for her birthday? I would never yeah. do such a thing yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess having less responsibility, so more money to play around with. I felt like I had more money back then. Yeah. yeah. Because I had less, less to pay for. Yeah, definitely. But I'm thinking maybe the younger generation are just doing what I did when I was yeah. then. Yeah. But the thing is, it's more expensive then because I found... So, I found a Christian Dior belt that they've bought back now that I, I bought ages ago. That was only like a hundred and something pounds. This belt now is probably like 600, 700 pounds now. So and how are and, they affording that? And you'll see somebody with it, someone young, that you look at like, wait, how? Yeah, how? But then it could be, because when I was working at H&M or whatever, yeah. I was using that money for nothing other than buying stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. I used to work in H&M and he went back into H&M. There you go. So, exactly. <laughs> Like, I was H&M's biggest customer. <laughs> I feel like if you have a good weekend job at a young age and you've got no responsibilities, you live at home, that money you're getting a month is only on exactly yeah. whatever you want to spend it on. Hey. Let's talk about women in the music industry because I know there's been a lot of talk with, we're not going to go into it, but the Me Too, Me Too movement and talking about the fact that if there were more, more women behind the scenes and not just in front of the mic or in front of the camera certain things wouldn't happen now Lorraine I know you work within music Mm -hmm. through your businesses Mm -hmm. and how many women would you say that are behind the scenes oh I hardly get to well I see a few um through X Factor and those shows we see um the head of um music Roz she's she's a mate of so she so she's on Big Britain's Got Talent um and some other you know important music managers but on the label side I don't really come into contact with many of them um but you've got people nowadays you know you've got um what's her name behind Stormzy I was in I was in talks with her yesterday um Adji Aquia yeah that's it um she was she's like she's done she's done amazing work she's done the murky books is that the one that helped him to do the yeah and she's behind uh Wretch as well oh fantastic um so there's these people you know, that are behind a lot of the big brands, mm. uh, music-wise. I think there's a lot more faces that we need, you know, female faces. We need a lot more female music managers as yeah. well. I haven't seen many of them. Yeah. How do, you, how do you think they should get there? How do you get there to that point? So take for us, for example. So UV Talent also is a booking managers for Muiwa. So if anyone knows Muiwa in the gospel industry, mm. um, we um, he approached us based on the work that we've done um 
so I, I feel like when you believe in someone's talent so much, yeah. you can you can help to build that kind of almost like what Andre did to Fuse ODG or yeah. to what um what's his name did behind Tiny Temple. Like you've got a lot of these yeah. people that they believed in someone's talent so much they just put everything in yeah. it to do it. Um but what we really need is a female version of Simon Cowell. Yeah. That's what we kind of need because mm. Simon Cowell has a lot of kudos in the music industry. And we don't have anyone like that that's, yeah. you know, A, from the BAME community and B, a, women, a woman. Yeah, mm. yeah. The thing is, because I'm not in the industry, I just don't know, but I just hear a lot of things about producers and what it's like for a woman to go into the studio and all the I stuff actually, like that. I actually wanted to, but I felt like it become like a club. Like If you're not already in it, for you to even try to get into it is... Yeah. yeah, it's so difficult, and you have to lick a lot of ass, and but, it's who you know. Mm. Like your what you what you do and your work doesn't really mean that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who you know, what you look like. I had a friend that does music. She sings and does songwriting, and um, she's chosen not to pursue it. And I asked her, and she was just like, "The music industry for a woman is a horrible place," and she'd just rather not. Oh wow! Not take it forward. Quite sad. And maybe that would be different if there were more women behind the scenes. I think that's it. I think, especially like what we're debating on the corporate world. Yeah. If you have a face that we know, I don't think any of us can sit here and name a female amazing producer. Yeah. Or a female amazing sound tech or Mm. female amazing um, music manager. I don't think anyone of us, I mean, we've mentioned you know, the lady behind Stormzy, but that's all I can think yeah. of. Like, I can't think of anyone else. I, I know a lot of the ones on the on the TV side, but straight music, I, I don't know. Are you yourself actively trying to seek out young women and take them under your wing and put them in these type of positions? Um, <laughs> that's a leading question. Um, we are, I mean, I remember I kept saying that I'm, I'm a big believer in equality. So yeah. I, we have singers, we have, the thing is, we naturally have more females than male anyway. Mm. Um, but in terms of, yeah, we, we naturally have more females. So we're not proactively doing it. It's just naturally, mm. you know, people that we are trying to. Make sure them. you have the best. Yeah. yeah. And is that more in the creative space or are they are behind the scenes? This is more in the creative space. In behind the scenes... Um, I, I I work with quite a few women in the ventures that I work, I run. Mm. We have more women than men. Okay. okay. Uh, but so, this isn't anything intentional. It's just happened that way. I feel like, you know, it's perfect timing actually because of the women, the struggles that the women are facing in the hip hop industry. Mm. So they're <laughs> fighting and everything that's <laughs> happened. A week ago, Cardi and Nicki. Nicki Minaj supposedly got into a physical altercation during fashion week. And we were actually, before we started recording, we were actually talking about why it seems like the few women that are quite high up in the industry are fighting against each other, whereas the men don't seem to do that. Now, of course, the men have rap beef. Done beefs. it in the past. Yeah, they've yeah. done it in the past. But sometimes it seems like they're just beefing each other for beef, not for beef's sake, for other reasons. Whereas women, it seems like they're fighting to be number one. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it's because of all the struggle they've gone struggles they've gone through as a woman to get to where they are they're already going in with a host like already going in feeling hostile i don't know but i think it just seems like that's just one person mm. at the moment for the last say like 10 years it has seemed like one person and it does seem to me personally yeah. everyone knows i don't like nikki yeah right? it's, it's, it's not team nikki but i 
do think because she's done it to old artists and she's done it to new artists, mm. the same thing. So I think she just wants to be number one, but she, but she needs to realize she's the she's where she is because of Kim. Kim's the where she was because of like Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah was where she was because of like Roxanne Shantae. Like she just needs to realize that she opened the door for Cardi. Let Cardi be where she is. Yeah, yeah, and just ride along together. Yeah, I feel like looking at the internet, I just thought it's just sad that. It's just women fighting over what Like you're both successful You're both where you want to be Continue working hard Instead of physically fighting over it You know I'm team Cardi by the way so am I, so am I. I'm team neither <laughs> I don't have time for that ish Like you Which know is, that's, uh, that's the way we should be um, yeah. it was, Maybe it I'm was. not busy enough to. <laughs> I need to be more busy Do, I actually didn't even know who Cardi B was Until the beginning of this year Really? No No I had no idea who she was And you see I don't follow celebs mm. So So like what do you actually do in your spare time? Like, what do you do to like you, relax? I watch <laughs> like, I watch power. I watch yeah. all so, but um, speaking about women and money and power, um, the fact that I know it's a fictional show, guys, but the fact that Tasha has <laughs> no, it's realized, not. So, <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Tariq, <laughs> what? It's not a show. You're telling me it's a show. <laughs> Oh gosh, the fact that Tasha for so many years has relied on the lifestyle that Ghost has given them um, and had to start doing... Who's Ghost? (laughs) (laughs) Had to start doing the shifty, hiding money and making sure she had her own Mm. before thinking about a divorce. That just ties in with what we were speaking about earlier as a woman making sure... She shouldn't have to do that. She should have had her things set from the beginning. Yeah. Hmm. But boy. Okay, so before we wrap up, I just want to ask Lorraine, as a entrepreneur female black young lady (laughs) who's doing so well is there anything that you could give our listeners because i know there's a lot of young ladies Mm -hmm. that would just i think they're gonna hear you and just think i need to be like her yeah any tips on women and women and finances managing your finances what do you do so stay where you are i think we mentioned this in the previous episode so i'm really big believer of i think a lot of the things i've again i'm not here to preach anything i'm 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 a unashamed christian but um i really believe in the principle of giving and um i the, when i receive money i, I always give some mm. before i invest some before i save some and then i spend some last yeah so i try and use and apply those principles um so that's one of my pieces of advice um and then i i really believe that we just have to you know time waits for no one and a lot of people are procrastinating. Oh, what if I could do this? What if I do that? My steps to just getting off the ground is my first thing is write down the vision. Yeah. So those people yeah. that are Christians, there's a Bible verse that says, write down the vision and make it plain. If I didn't write down the vision for the things that I had, they wouldn't be, have materialized today. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a saying that says, whatever you don't visualize will not materialize. Yeah. So you almost yeah. have to also visualize what it is that you would like to achieve. Yeah. It sounds cliche, but... Um, if you want to start up a, I don't know, a hair business, write down that vision, you know, and okay, start researching where you're going to go and find Mm. and source your suppliers, you know, find out who your competitors are, understand where are they getting their hair from, Mm. maybe, you know, how they marketed themselves, what are they doing? Um, so I feel like my biggest advice is 
play the game. Yeah. And I don't I don't like to say I, I never think we should conform, but I think you need to understand the context in which you're you're operating in mm. and play towards that and use it to your advantage. So if there is in the corporate world a black leadership accelerator program, make full use of it. Yeah. 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 You know, if at work there is an opportunity for you to um you know have reverse mentorship, take full advantage of yeah. it. Um in the startup world if there are only if there are startup grants for black entrepreneurs, take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, don't challenge those things. I think make full use of it, um, and don't wait around. Time waits for no one. Time waits for no one. If you're waiting, you know, because you want to make sure that um, you know you've got all your money in place, or you want to make sure mm. that you've got everything ready. I have taken. Forever. You'll be waiting yeah, forever. You'll yeah. never get off the ground. So I'm a big believer. Just. Take the small steps and just get started. Wicked. And my last question is, what do you think will be the biggest challenge for the generation of women behind us? Social media. <laughs> oh, really? I need you to say that. Yeah, because we, when we grew up, we didn't really have other people to compare to in, yeah. that, perspe- in that respect. And now the generation that are coming up, you've got these 13, 14, 15, 16 year olds, you know, the Gen Zs. These guys, all they know is social media. So they're yeah. going to be comparing themselves to other people. You know, people are going to get their results. They're going to put, it's going to start from a young age. Yeah. People are going to get their GCS results, put it on social media. They're going to get their A-level results, put it on social media. They're going to yeah. get their degree results, put it on social media. They're going to start working for, I don't know, the House of Parliament. They're going to put it on social media, whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah. other people are always going to be preying and seeing what these people are doing. So, and they're going to become self-conscious, anxiety, anxious, um, and then mental health potentially might erupt from yeah, that. Yeah. So I think um, it's it's a very dangerous time, unfortunately. Um, and I think it's up to parents to now help to shape and provide, mm. um, I guess, a bit more direction for some of these. So I think that's the, the challenge that... Was that your... Yeah. Rephrase your question again. I want to make sure I. No, no, you asked okay. it. The okay. biggest challenge women are going to face coming up. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And the, the image question, right? Everyone's mm. going to look and think, oh, um, that person actually looks like that. Although that person put hella filters on there yeah. and, you know, use this to shape up their, their body or whatever, you know, and people are going to consciously think, oh, I need to make sure that my backside looks like that yeah. or my bust looks like that mm. or my hair looks like that so they're going to spend money, money and start doing do that, that and, and killing the themselves that was going to be my last question but do you feel that you've had to change your image at all in the workforce like in that's a very good question and and we've got time for it this is a good question because my sister my sister's just started um she's starting to on monday with pwc her first graduate job and she called me up and asked me something similar to this question. She's like, Lorraine, so her hair looks like she's got her hair exactly in the same way Sam has yeah. right now. And Lorraine, do you think I should go to work like this? She asked me this question. Yeah. And I said to her, start like that. Go to work yes. like that. Yes. Go to yes. work like yes. that. Yes. Because what's going to happen, the problem I had is I started with weave. Mm. Yeah. You know, so the moment that I take off my weave, I'm going to be like, huh? what, yep, what's yep, that? Yep. You know, so you've got the beauty of using your natural hair. Go to work yep, like that and yes. rock it. Yeah, totally agree. Know? 100%. And and I think I unfortunately started off a little bit wrong. I mean, I feel if I'm going to go put my hair in braids, I feel some way now, mm, you know, because people so don't know sad. me. People yeah. don't know me like that. Do you know what's so funny? My younger sister changes her hair quite regularly. And literally she was doing her hair last night and we were talking on FaceTime and she was like, "Ugh, this doesn't even look like the other hair so on monday i'm gonna get all of the questions blah blah exactly, and it's just do you know what's so exactly crazy it. my natural journey i've been natural for about 
three, four years now. And I don't, I wouldn't go to work with my hair out in an afro. Socially all the time, I'll have my hair out. And I've told myself in my next role, I'm going with certain hairstyles so that they know me like that from, from the, the start. beginning. I, yes. And that is it. It's yeah. about the start. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really is. I used to get this question because I've only just texturized my hair. Mm. Always was natural. Mm -hmm. And I used to feel a certain type of way going to work like in my natural hair. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't look the same. And, and you know... Do you know what it is? It's just knowing that you're going to get the questions. The oh, questions. your hair looks different. Yeah. yeah. I used to, I don't want 15 minutes in the morning yeah. answering questions or every time somebody walks past me, they say something different or how'd you get it to do that? Exactly. My friend got and, a hair pulled last week. What? Or, or last week or the week before it she happens. got a hair pulled. It oh. happens. It happens. I put my hair in false locks. They'll ask questions. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so unfortunate. Oh. But I feel if my sister from her generation at 22 can start, you know, and it will open people's eyes yeah, up. Too, yeah. Too. I think we can start at this age as well. We can, yeah, st we yeah. can think, start. We yeah, can start. Any... But I've said something to you until my next job. Yeah. yeah. Which is so bad. It is Why? Bad. It is bad. That's the way I felt. In my next role, I'm going to start like this. I'm going to wear my hair a certain way so no one can ask questions. But in my previous, no. I just can't take it. Like, even if I, after I'd have a band around it so it's a little bit more exactly. acceptable. <laughs> I want to comb exactly. out my hair and go to work without people asking exactly. me questions. And but the thing is, we shouldn't care about we shouldn't. it. Yeah. But. We should, but then there's also practical. So I use a gym at lunchtimes and if I go oh with my, my natural hair, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> so you'll be sitting there with the afro, you'll be adding the afro prick to the, <laughs> to the, to the, to the, the <laughs> blow dryer. You, you know, you've only got one hour for lunch yeah, and now you're going to yeah. have to spend time pick, pick, you even know? the fact that you said you swim every Thursday. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, it's it. more a pra it's a practical yeah. thing that I just have to That's keep. The thing. I love swimming, but I want I've told myself so many times I'm going to do it weekly. It's like, do I really want to commit to that <laughs> drum with the hair afterwards doing it weekly? I don't know. Oh, Lorraine, it's been so good having you for it's these two been episodes. A great episodes. I've really great. enjoyed it. Thank you. I've enjoyed it too. Thanks for having me. Thank Our you. mini women series. If you like this, guys, let us know and we will do it again. Like, kick the guys out and do it again. Yeah. <laughs> But you definitely um, have to come back regardless anyway I definitely think the listeners are going to love you If they have any questions I, I, Can we ask them to ask them and we'll set forward them on to you Please do yeah. Or they can follow me on social media yeah. um, My handles are at Lrain underscore HW That's L-R-I I can't spell my name <laughs> L-R-A-I-N underscore HW Or just search Lorraine Wright um, and then my um, other profiles is at UGCY, at Voxstar, V-O-C-S-T-A-R. Sorry, it's not, v it's, <laughs> oh gosh, it's at Voxstar, which is V-O-C-S-T-A. So without the R. Um, <laughs> and then there's UV Talent at UV Talent. And we'll put everything in the show notes anyway. Yep. I am um, Sam, just Sam. And I'm Kalisha. Kalisha. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find us um, Making Sense PC or at the Making Sense podcast. Um, continue to listen to us. We are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Stitcher, Castbox. Yep. Um, yeah, just Google us. Yeah. New episode every Tuesday. Thank you for listening. And um, any questions, contact us. Yes, thank you so much. And have a great week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.